If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, final hour of the Jesse Kelly Show. And without delay, I'm going to go back to something we were playing for you. In case you're just joining us, don't worry. I'll start it from the beginning. But it's a lot longer than I normally play. A lot longer than I normally play. I'll probably stop it and start it a few times, to be honest with you, because I'm going to want to interrupt, as I do. (laughs) But Senator Kennedy had a couple climate change nutters in front of him. For a long Q&A, well, I say long, look, it's about three or four minutes long. I'm going to butt in, but I want to go back to this. There are some real revelations in this for mentality. Anyway, Chris, fire it up. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Um, Dr. Litterman, how long have you been studying climate change and possible solutions? Studying? Well, you know, I, I was the head of risk management at Goldman Sachs. I didn't worry too much about Tell climate change at that years, time. If you would, Doc. How many years? Yes. Let's say 15. All right. How about you, Dr. holtz Uh About uh, 25. Okay. Um, Dr. Litterman, how much will it cost to make the United States of America carbon neutral by 2050? I don't know, sir. So you're advocating we do these things, but you don't know the ultimate cost? Yes, absolutely. 
I, I certainly don't know the ultimate cost, and it's very uncertain. It depends Dr. on it, it depends on it innovations. It depends on. I, I understand. I'm just trying to lay a foundation here to understand your expert testimony. Hold on, pause Dr. again, Holstein. real quick, Chris. I'm, I'm not going to make the same point I already made about how he doesn't know the cost of dollars, so he certainly doesn't know the cost in lives. But you know what else just struck me as I listened? This is about the fifth time I've listened to this today. How annoyed he was with the question. Hey, here I am. I want to destroy every part of your way of life, and it is important that we destroy every part of your way of life. Okay, how much is that going to cost? Oh, gosh, bore me with the details. So bothered to be even asked, uh, have you considered the cost? And just totally annoyed. Anyway, go on. Uh, lay a foundation here to understand your expert testimony. Dr. Holtzikin, do you know how much it will cost to make the United States of America carbon neutral by 2050? Depends how you do it. If we do it all in the federal budget with directed things, it'll be Public super expensive. Public and private expensive. dollars. Sorry? Public and private dollars. It's, all, it's ultimately private dollars anyway. Yeah, I agree. So I'll, how much? You're going to look at $50 trillion. $50 trillion. Yeah. Okay, thank you. If we make the United States of America carbon neutral by 2050 by spending $50 trillion, which you're advocating, I gather. No. Okay. Then strike that last part. I'm wrong. You're not advocating. You're advocating something. Um, if you're going to do something, do if, something smart. That's what I advocated. Okay. If we spend $50 trillion to make the United States of America carbon neutral by 2050, how much will that lower world temperatures? I can't expect because we don't know what China and India and the rest of the world has done. <laughs> pause, pause, pause. Again, again. They haven't because this is how you know it's a religion. It's a religion of death, but this is how you know. When you ask somebody questions about a false religion, they can't answer. Not only can they not answer basic questions they should be able to answer, but they get aggravated invisibly agitated that you're asking why because it requires so much belief that is not backed up by anything they don't want to have to examine that part about themselves you ever had somebody uh complain about work my job sucks but and, and i don't mean a one-off everyone does that every once in a while but somebody who's always, every time you get with your buddy, oh, it sucks at work. Oh, my boss sucks. It sucks at work. It's miserable at work. You ever had somebody like that? But then you start asking them a couple probing questions. Your boss sucks. Oh, man, that's that sucks, man. I'm sorry. Why? What do you do this time? Well, he told me I had till Friday to get this project in. And a bunch of stuff happened, and I couldn't get it in by Friday. And then he sent this reprimand. He didn't have to reprimand me. Hold on, but he did tell you. He told you you had to get it in by Friday. Did he give you a long enough heads up like that you had to have it in by Friday? Well, yeah, but what's that got to do with you? See what I mean? Immediately when you start asking them things they don't want to discuss, agitation comes. Agitation comes. Anyway, go on, Chris. I can't expect because we don't know what China and India and the rest of the globe has done. 
Okay. Have you had heard anybody from the Biden administration say how much it will lower world temperatures? No. Does anybody know how much it will lower world temperatures? No? No one can know for sure. Okay. Dr. Litterman. Yes. If we spend $50 trillion or however much it takes to make the United States carbon neutral by 2050, how much will it lower world temperatures? Senator, that depends on the rest of the world. We have to work with the rest of the world. We're in this together. Well, it's what one if, world. If, we can't throw the wall around if, the United what States if, and say... What if, what if we spend $50 trillion, Europe cooperates, most Western democracies cooperate, but India and China don't, how much will our $50 trillion lower world temperature? We're in this together, Senator. We how have to get will, the world to you, work together. How much? I, I get that. Okay. How much will it lower world temperatures? If China and India do not help. Yes. I don't know. These are the people advocating for the destruction of your way of life. When they talk to you, when anybody, Republicans and Democrats, because Republicans do this, when they talk about cutting down on carbon, these are the people. They're placating. When they talk about going green, these are the people they're placating. We don't need we don't need more coal plants. We need windmills. These are the people they're placating. What will it cost? I don't know. How much will it help? I don't know. All I know is we have to do it. Okay, but what if the other countries don't do it? But we have to work together. Okay, but what if what if they don't work together? We have to. Okay, but that's not what I do you see? That's how you know you're dealing with the false religion. That's how you know. Jesse, your your talk about the possibility of a draft for an unpopular war by the ruling class was chilling. My question is, is there any reason to think that a potential draft would be limited to young men? He's a father of daughters and whatnot. Okay, this is something I, this is something. I got, we're we're doing all this World War III talk, but... It's because the, the drums are beating. We're just trying to look forward and see what, what might be out there. Who are they going to draft? That's the question, who they're going to draft. Well, who's the IRS audit? Who does the FBI focus on these days? Look, at Chris is hanging his head. Don't get mad at me. I'm asking you. Your federal government is the one who will run the draft if they fire up the draft again. Who do you think they're going to focus on drafting into? Yeah. It's going to be you. It's going to be their ideological opponents. A lot has been made over the East Palestine, and justifiably so, the East Palestine disaster with the train derailment and whatnot. And why why would Joe Biden virtually ignore it completely? I mean, he ignored it completely and then went to Ukraine. It really is odd for something like that to happen, and the president didn't. But it makes perfect sense when you realize that's a red area. That's a Trump voting red area. Remember, I'm not asking you to love this. I hope you hate it. But you need to understand, we are not dealing with Democrats here. We are dealing with communists. And communists use everything, everything to attack their political opponents. Every single thing is used. Attack your political opponents. The draft will be no different. 
And World War III fires up, and all their defense contractor buddies are lying in their pockets. And Lindsey Graham is on TV every day talking tough to everybody. We will never surrender, trying to do his Winston Churchill thing, even though he's never heard a shot fired in anger. Who are the communists in the federal government going to draft? Oh, it's going to be the young men and the young women in Red America. No, of course, they'll try to do it regionally. It's not like they're going to go down by party list here. But what they'll do, they're very fond of doing this, they'll just focus on the right regions. Which region are they going to go to? Are they going to go to Philadelphia? Hardcore Democrat every time. Hey, give us all those young men and women in Philadelphia. No, of course not. They're going to go to Red America. Oh, just take, give us all the young men and women in this area. That's how that looks. All right. Now, someone broke the law. Not so sure that I don't support him. (laughs) Kind of. I'll explain in a moment. Either way. Let's make sure we're taking care of ourselves. All, look, all, we, all we can do with, with all of this big stuff going on right now and scary stuff going on, all we can do is look out for ourselves. Look out for ourselves. Look out for our families. Take care of our families, friends, neighbors. That's all we can do. Form a community. I have been trying to get better. You know I've been trying for a while now, trying to get better and better and better taking better care of myself. When I wake up in the morning now, I'm now one of those nerds. I wake up, I chug two glasses of water every single morning. I have always worked out. I work out more now. I, believe it or not, am starting to make steps where I am trying to eat better. Is it good? No, it's not good. It's still really bad. I have chalk every single day. A male vitality stack from chalk every single day. CHOQ.com, promo code JESSE, a male vitality stack, natural herbal supplements. Go get you yours. Chalk.com, promo JESSE. You're listening to The Jesse Kelly Show. You're welcome. There were shouts of where's Pete Buttigieg at a town hall meeting. Uh, What's your response to that? When are you going to go to East Palestine? Well, I am planning to go, and uh, our folks were on the ground from the first hours. I do want to stress that the NTSB needs to be able to do its work independently. But when I go, the focus is going to be on action. Look, I was mayor of my hometown for eight years. We dealt with a lot of disasters, natural and human. <laughs> yes, Lord knows South Bend, Indiana. It's been a hotbed for those natural disasters. Mayor Pete's busy. He's been busy wrestling with the tough issues. Therefore, he's ready to continue to ignore that area with all those stupid Trump voters. Oh, yeah. Anyway, so I saw this. And it's illegal. And I don't want you to ever even consider doing it. Remember, you always keep yourself legal at all times. But I understand it. I just think the execution was probably off. Headline, passenger running late for a flight calls in a hoax bomb threat to delay the plane. (laughs) I'm sorry. I can't stop. I haven't been able to stop laughing since I saw this. How desperate do you have to be? Because we've all been there, right? A, A bad accident on the road. Maybe you slept in past your alarm. And then you're on your way to the airport and you're checking your watch and you're looking and you think, I can still make it. Well, if I zip around this guy, I can make it. Imagine getting to that point where you know you're not going to make it. And then you start going through 
desperate measures in your head. Okay, what can I do to make sure I make it? If I run into that guy, do I have to stop? That kind of a thing. And then it just occurs to you, wait a minute. That plane's not going to take off if I just call in a bomb threat. <laughs> let me just let me just slow things down here at the airport. <laughs> I admire the commitment, my friend. I admire the commitment. Look, you're going to obviously do a lot of very hard time now, and that, that didn't end up being the right thing to do, but I admire the commitment. Guess who else is committed? The communists. Speaking of legal, I want you to listen real closely to this, all right? I want you to listen to what we're up against. This is Greta Thunberg. You know who that is, that child climate activist. I don't know. I think she's 18, 19 by now. But I applaud her for being real honest. If we want to see real changes, we can't. If, if we look through history, if people who, who were ab- advocating for, for example, social justice, if they had only used the legal methods, then we wouldn't be where we are today, for example. Did you hear how she started it out? She almost got too honest. If we're going to see changes, we can't. What she wanted to say was, we can't just stay legal. But she caught herself. And then she tried to do as well. I mean, if you look at the history, listen again. Listen to what she says. Because let's be honest. Let's finish this first sentence for her. If we want what we want, we can't just do legal stuff. We have to do illegal stuff. That's what she's trying to say here. If we want to see real changes, we can't. If, if we look through history, if people who, mm-hmm. who were ab- advocating for, for example, social justice, if they had only used the legal methods, then we wouldn't be where we are today, for example, when it comes to, to um, racial rights and women's voting and, and, and etc. So we need to think outside the box because this is an existential crisis. We need to think outside the box. We got to think outside. Look, we can't just we can't just stay legal. Just a little reminder what we're up against. Here's something else we're up against. St. Louis Children's Hospital instructed teacher to, quote, infirm, uh, affirm the entire group of fifth grade girls as trans. All of them. They all came out as trans at the same time. Of course, obviously, this is some gag with a bunch of 15-year-old girls. So they contact America's medical institutions. And America's medical institutions say, oh, absolutely. Just, you better affirm it. And what a, what a crazy world we live in now. What a crazy, all right, let's get some emails. Remember, tomorrow's an Ask Dr. Jesse Wednesday. Email jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Ask me anything. No, no. I'll tell you what I'm not going to talk about, though. I'm not going to talk about Fred, the golden doodle. You know why? Because you keep calling him a designer dog. And that's not true. It's not a designer dog. All right, it's a dog that we had to get because his fur doesn't give my son his pet allergy. It's not no, Chris. It's not a designer dog. At least he doesn't throw up anymore. You know what I'm going to do, Chris? I'm going to start bringing Fred to work and I'm going to stop giving him rough greens. That way he'll start vomiting up every meal and he can sit in there with you in your studio. And then you can sit in there and experience what I have. By the way, thank you again, Rough Greens. Fred doesn't puke anymore. Remember, natural. Pour it on your dog's food because the dog food you give your dog is dead. There's no nutrients in it. There's nothing in it. They have to spray like lard on it to even get your dog to eat it. Rough Greens, your dog will not only love it, Packed full of vitamins and minerals and omega oils and antioxidants. And your puppy will be healthier 
Maybe that upset stomach will go away. It cured Fred. Go to roughgreens.com slash jesse. They're giving out free jumpstart trial bags there. Try a bag for your dog. All you pay for is the shipping. Roughgreens.com slash jesse. You know what we need, Chris? I know what we need. Ay, 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 ay. I am the Frito Bandito. Hey, I like Frito's corn chips. I love them, I do. I want Frito's corn chips. I'll get them from you. Ay, 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 ay. Oh, I am the Frito Bandito. Give me Frito's corn chips and I'll be your friend. The Frito Bandito, you must not offend. Munch, 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 bunch of Fritos. Ah, that's beautiful. Did you see this from the Department of Defense? This is the direct quote. I'm not making this up. Diversity is a strategic imperative critical to mission readiness and accomplishment. And they go on to talk about how they were on site for some gigantic DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion. That's the Department of Defense. Think how insane. In the frame of everything we've been talking about with Russia and China and warplanes and nukes and You know, all these scary things, all these ominous things. Think about this. Think about how insanely small and stupid this stuff sounds. It was already small and stupid. You already knew that. But when we're talking about nuclear war, we're talking about missiles, talking about all these things, the Department of Defense is meeting to discuss how they can become more diverse. Oh, gosh. We're in trouble. All right. Get to some emails and uh, Russia, there's a nuclear treaty and they don't want to be in it. Hang on. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up as well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. 
and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. ZZ Top so underrated. I love me some ZZ Top, as every red-blooded American does. You know what ZZ Top does, Chris? Changing people's lives. Changes people's lives. That's what ZZ Top does. All right, all right, all right. So you probably heard a little. I haven't spent any time on this, but you heard that Russia suspended participation in a nuclear treaty. It's called the START Treaty. Don't worry about nerding out on the details. Just know it was an Obama-era treaty that really didn't do much anyway. So that part probably shouldn't be that concerning. They have all the nukes they need. We have all the nukes we need. It's just that's how that's how nuclear war has gone. Well, the nuclear preparation for nuclear war has gone. This other part, though, probably a little bit more concerning. CCP successfully tests phantom space strike device that can disrupt U.S. missile systems. So hold on. Let me see if I understand this right. China just got done flying a spy balloon, an observation balloon, over our missile silos in Montana. And now they're successfully testing phantom space strike devices that sound like they can mess up certain missile defense systems. Remember, missile defense systems, are, are, are their job is to find something bad coming your way and shoot it down before it gets to you. This is, again, what this does to me is, I'm not going to spend any more time on it. What it does to me is it brings home to me how this all, all this stuff can come here now and how divorced we all seem to be from that. Not, not us personally, not you and me, but definitely the leaders of this country. They all seem to be divorced from the idea that wars now can come home. We as Americans, I guarantee, I guarantee you if you were alive and, and of any number of years, that you can tell me where you were on 9-11. Everyone knows. Everyone has their own 9-11 story. But why did that stick with us so bad? Yes, it was awful and it was a terrorist attack and, and whatnot, but why... 
Why does that still, all these years later, it's over 20 years ago, why does it still create emotions and such a visceral reaction in us? Well, it was like we were human beings. We were adults who had never, we had never, ever, ever experienced being slapped before. We didn't even know what it felt like. And then all of a sudden, whap, somebody just open hand jacks us right across the cheek. That's what it felt like because we hadn't experienced, not that Americans aren't fighters, but we hadn't experienced really something happening, something significant happening here. Oh, yeah, there are wars and conflicts and bombs and bullets and all that other stuff, but all that stuff is somewhere else. How did you experience combat before that? Unless you were actually in combat before that. How did you experience that? What was it like? Well, it was always simply... On TV. Yeah, it's on television. Yeah, I, I saw this war on television. I saw the highlights on the news. I saw the, and all of a sudden, it was American buildings, Americans dying, Americans dying in America. It's such a rarity here that the last time it happened still bothers us. It still bothers me to this day. But we'd, we've lost sight of the fact that future wars. With other major powers. Again, I'm not talking about goat herders in, in Afghanistan. Other wars with major powers are going to come home. They're going to come here. Right here, where you live, where I live. They're going to come home. And we, we act a lot like that's not the case. We act as if there's some invisible barrier around these countries. China, Russia, everywhere. Oh, man, they're in, they're in trouble over there. Too bad you can't get us, guys. Man, they just flew from Alaska to the Carolinas. If that had been something with some sort of a payload on it, what could they have done with it? What could they have done with that if there was an EMP on that? What could they have done to a major American city? What could they have done to where you live? What, what could they do? Now, we're not at war with China right now. There are people arguing we're in a little Cold War with China, Cold War 2.0, but we're not in a war war, so they didn't. But it should bring it home to you that they could. It should wake all of us up what this means. And and as every leader in every part of the world, from Russia to America to UK to every as they to Ukraine to everywhere, as they all continue to march us towards this horrible conflict, I just can't. I can't, I can't wrap my mind around the fact they won't consider these things. To which people will oftentimes respond, hey, uh, but they have bunkers and stuff like that. No, 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 the president has a bunker. Yes, there are certainly wealthy people with bunkers. But lots of these people, they have mansions. They have families, brothers, sisters, sons, daughters, off to college. It's as if all the people making these decisions... Don't think it can come home. And maybe maybe the real disconnect there is something Chris just said. The truth is, for decades, it hasn't been their sons and their daughters. It's always been, well, you know, the, the, let the rural rubes fight for us. I'll stand here. I'll stand here like Lindsey Graham and talk tough in front of the microphone. I like the structural path we're on here. As long as we help Ukraine with the weapons they need and the economic support, they will fight to the last person. Lindsey Graham will be giving speeches. Your son will be over there dying. That's how it's always been. So I think these people have conditioned themselves 
to think that that's how it will always be. But that's not how war works. Sometimes war comes home. Have you ever done any, maybe I'll do some history on it tomorrow. I don't know, I'm not sure. Have you ever done much into Napoleon's invasion of Russia? I, I won't go into all the details of it. Just know that Napoleon had been kicking around Europe and he was emperor, he was ruling everything. And he was, quote, friends with Russia at the time, kind of friends. They'd had a bunch of fights, but they had agreed, hey, we're going to get along. Napoleon had got with Russia's leader, and they got hammered together on the side of a river, and they had a blast, and, and everything was good. But Napoleon was so bothered that Russia kept trading with England. Napoleon hated England. He wanted England stopped, and he had cut off all trade to England, but the on Russians, the Russians couldn't afford to stop the trade, so they wouldn't stop the trade. So Napoleon gathers up this army, 600,000, the Grand Army, it's called, and he invades Russia, and he gets clear to Moscow, and that's as far as he gets, and it ends in disaster, and we can talk about more things at another time, but one of the things that always hit me was when Napoleon got to Moscow, the Russians had emptied Moscow, They'd not only emptied it, they had lit fires, they had burnt down the buildings, they had taken what they could carry, and they had poisoned all of the wells and drinking water. But wrap your mind around this. We think about that as if it's a page in a history book or, or it's somebody talking to you on a podcast. The history of the world is people experiencing war in their homes. In their homes. Imagine that conversation. Imagine that for you, for me. Imagine that, hey, uh, just wanted to let you know the army is on the way. We need you guys to pack up everything you can carry on your back. Please go out back and burn all the food you have in your home. And then here's a can of gasoline. Make sure you let your, your home on fire on the way out the door. Please poison the pool if you got one. Thank you. And then you're on the road with your family walking away from your home. We forget or at least we conduct ourselves like we forget that wars come home. And the, the sad part of that is there's nothing you can do about it. There's nothing I can do about it, except maybe shout a little louder so these people will get it through their thick skulls. Hey, man, somebody out there, somebody needs to be in charge of de-escalating this whole thing. Right now, everybody on every side, every, every leader on every side, only escalating, only escalating. Uh, someone want to... Pull back the reins on that a little bit. Anybody want to step in? All right. We have headlines I didn't get to. I have an email I want to answer before I get to headlines. But before we get to that, let us get to fighting back. It's, it's hard when we get mad about all this stuff, all the craziness going on. What's most difficult is there are some things like the war we just talked about that we can't do anything about. There's nothing you can do about U.S. foreign policy in Ukraine. There's nothing I can do about it right now. Maybe we can hammer some Republicans at the next at the ballot box next election, but beyond that, we can't. We can only do what we can do, but we can make better financial choices, can't we? We don't have to necessarily fund all of our domestic enemies as well, do we? You know, you can switch your cell phone service and keep 5G. You know, Pure Talk is on the same 5G network as one of the big guys, only... Their CEO fought for this country, knows what it's like, shares your values. They're so American, their customer service is based in America. You get to speak with people and work with people who speak English. Pick up your cell phone, dial pound 250 
and say Jesse Kelly. That'll save you an extra 50% off your first month. Dial pound 250, say Jesse Kelly. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, final segment of the Jesse Kelly Show. And then we've only got one more day this week. Sorry about that. But we're making it an Ask Dr. Jesse Wednesday. You can email jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Email your questions like this one. Dear future Rogaine model. You know what? That's not very nice. It's not funny, Chris. I don't know why you're laughing. It's not funny. It's mean. Since we're currently in our late stage republic phase, I'm curious to know when you think America was in its prime. Was the 18th century, 19th century, during the world wars? Thank you for speaking the truth on uncomfortable topics. Says P.S. After I switched to Pure Talk, the rep asked me where I had heard about the company, and I said, Jesse Kelly, that's cool. All right, now, hold on a second. When do I think America was in its prime? Well, you know how you can tell when you're doing really well? Like uh, when you're working out. You know how you can really tell that you're working out and getting into shape? It's not during the workout. Oh, I can lift lift more weights. You can tell because all of a sudden, six months later, a year later, You'll run up a little flight of stairs, and you feel good. You'll just do little things throughout the day, and you feel good. Your body doesn't hurt as bad. You just Your hips feel better. Your knees feel better. You find out that you were actually in your prime six months to a year ago. You're just getting the results and all the glory of it now. You mentioned the World Wars. We weren't in our prime during World War II. We were in our prime prior to World War II, That's why we were able to do World War II. That's why. I would say the first 20 years of the 1900s, of the 20th century, I would say probably America's real prime. Remember, we had a president, Calvin Coolidge, back then who cut the national debt. Wrap your mind around that. While we have every president, Republican and Democrat now, adding trillions to the national debt, that was back at a time when we would cut it. We'd get in and say hold on, wait a minute, this is wasteful, cut. What about this? Gone. Nope, put a line through this, gone. That's that's the kind of country we used to have. And get this, get how crazy this is. Right now, speaking of America's population, as the world leaders, as we've mentioned, as they're marching us all off to war again, and we just finished war in Afghanistan, and we just finished war in Iraq, do you know that there's polling, there's public polling out available from back in those times prior to World War I, Nobody in this country wanted to go to war. It was something like 98% said, well, that's not our problem. We're not an interventionist country. We're America. We, we don't get involved. That's their problem. And the leaders of this country, Woodrow Wilson, one of the worst presidents of all time, wanted us to get in so bad, but they couldn't figure out how to get the American people to sign up for it. So they couldn't quite pull it off until they lied and probably staged the whole sinking thing. But anyway... That's the truth. We were a country then that took real pride and made things like spending cuts and sober logic and, and, and getting involved in, in foreign affairs. We demanded performance as a people, as a nation. That's who we were. And then we gave women the right to vote, and it was all, no, quit, Chris. Stop. We can make jokes. It's fine. By the way, you know it's not fine? The internet. And here's why I don't like the internet. Because now there are crimes out there that I'm not used to. 
Like if you told me there was a robber, there's some guy who's going to steal some stuff from you. I would picture the same thing you probably picture right now. A guy in a ski mask, stick a pistol in your face outside of the office. Hey, give me all your money kind of a thing. But the truth is most criminals now that are taking things from you or taking them online, do you know they can take your home? I don't mean they're going to show up and steal it and drive off with it. They're going to take your home title. They're going to put loan, take loans out against it. They go online, they hack into your home title, they forge your signature, they take loans out against it, and then you have to pay those loans back. But Jesse, they wouldn't make me. I, I didn't take out the loan. No, no. In the lending institution's mind, you did. It's your signature. Well, I'll fight it. Okay, good. You got 50 grand for a lawyer? Take him to court? Fight it? You'll probably win, by the way, but it's going to cost you 50 grand. Or you could just go get home title lock. They'll detect any tampering and shut it down right away. HomeTitleLock.com slash Jesse, by the way. HomeTitleLock.com slash Jesse. Even if you don't sign up, go there right now and at least put in your address. They're giving that for free. They'll tell you, you might already be a victim of it. You don't know for a few months. HomeTitleLock.com slash Jesse. And now, here's a headline. By the, go, you know the, you know the thing. Headlines we didn't get to. East Palestine Mayor Biden is giving millions to Ukraine, not us, shows us he doesn't care about us. Well, with all due respect, Mr. Mayor, and this is no indictment of the mayor, his name is Trent Conway, Conway, it's not that he doesn't care about you. That's not, that's not it. It's that they actively hate you. Remember, this is a red area. That's how they govern. You're in the red area. You're the enemy. Communists do not govern for the best of the nation or the best of the people. Everything, everything is designed to do one of two things. Sometimes it's both, but it's one of two things. Reward your friends, punish your enemies. Reward your friends, punish your enemies. These, these thoughts of the people or, or the health of a nation or the good of the country or, or any, these thoughts never enter their minds. They never, ever, ever enter their minds. Everything is is this going to reward my friends? Is this going to punish my enemies? That's how he operates. It doesn't mean we have to operate that way, but we do have to understand that's how he operates. Large white balloon spotted northeast of Hawaii, the ATC confirms. Again, how do you expect us, the American people, to react to this? What am I supposed to do with this information? The first time, it was a Chinese spy balloon. You let it look at the country, and then you shot it down once it was done. The next 90 times, you just started blasting things out of the sky, and then the president himself got up and admitted, we have no idea what we just shot down. Could be private, could be a weather balloon. I don't remember all that. So what am I supposed to do with this? Is it an enemy? Is it not an enemy? But this goes back to what we've been talking about a lot on the show. Once the trust in institutions is gone, this is the confusion. This is what happens. Embattled Don Lemon will return to CNN this morning. On Wednesday, apparently he's just got to get some formal training. Man, Don Lemon, he's got to have pictures with somebody. He's got to have. He's got some evidence somewhere hanging around. Biden appointee firm admits he belong. Biden appointee's firm admits he belonged to alleged Chinese intel operation. That's probably something that's fairly relevant given what's going on right now on the world stage. John Kirby denies Pulitzer Prize-winning journalists' claim that the U.S. sabotaged the Nord Stream pipelines. Well, the point is, at this point, 
it doesn't matter whether that claim is true or not true. The most important thing we can take away from that is does does Russia think it's true? Because that's what matters. Does Russia believe that we did it? If they do believe we did it, they're going to consider that a significant escalation. What are they going to do about it? I don't know. Maybe nothing. Maybe everything. I do know this. You can ask me that or anything else. It's your questions emailed in now. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. All right? We're going to have fun tomorrow. I promise. That's all. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.